Golf and rock and roll, not logical, but it is fascinating. Playing down that big old fairway, don't want no hackers to get in my way. The boys and me got a big NASA going, even for the drive. It's the Golf Insiders, giving you the inside scoop on all things golf. Now, here are your Golf Insiders on 740 The Game. I love to play. Hey, bring me another bucket of ball. We love it. Hello, Orlando. You're listening to the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house. Holly G, along with the best caddy known to man and woman, Rich B. Present. And, hey, take it easy out there on those wet fairways of I-4. Uh, traffic a little a little rough out there. A little gnarly going eastbound, so uh, relax, uh, listen up, and we're going to give you some good information here on the Golf Insiders. Like us on Facebook, Holly. Absolutely. And, Rich B., we started last week with a big announcement, our big Stay and play giveaway in honor of the FedEx Cup playoffs, courtesy of Hammock Beach Resort. Uh, to celebrate the conservatory course's reopening, we're giving away a big package, Rich B. Big, big package. Big package. Two night accommodations <laughs> in a one-bedroom ocean view suite. One round of golf for two people on the newly renovated conservatory course. And uh, it's a $650 package. This is a great stay and play. Giveaway. Hammock Beach Resort, if you haven't been there, it is awesome. You now, go, this is uh, the new, newly owned by uh, Salamander Corporation? Sal- Salamander, yes. Also, that operates Reunion, as well as Innisbrook. So, to enter, type your name and email address on our website. Go to thegolfinsiders.com, thegolfinsiders.com. And uh, we're going to be announcing the winner live on our show on September 25th. So, uh, go check it out. We got all the details. Go to the website, click on events, and you'll see the scoop right there. Our big stay and play giveaway for the uh, FedEx Cup playoffs. Whole month we're going to be promoting it. You know, FedEx Tell Cup your playoffs. Friends. Now, this is pretty interesting because you had, uh, uh, Heinrich, uh, Stenson. We got to come up with a name with, for this guy because he's a machine right now. Steel man. For the last six Steely. weeks, there's nobody better in golf. I mean, you, you could just see it. You know, he's just automatic. Robot. How about robot? He's just hitting it so good. And uh, Are you, you ready know, for this stat? Never oh. hit a bunker a whole four days. Oh, yeah. Hits it on 17. Knocks it Pulls in. it out. Nice. Sweet, huh? That's a good stat to have right there. Your uh, up and down percentages go way, way high. Well, and he has, you know, he's he's just been there. He's been there uh, at the at the British. He, he finished second to Phil. Uh, was in third place at the PGA, uh, runner-up to Tiger at one of the WGC events. You know, in the last six weeks, he's just been playing phenomenal. You know what? He got back with his uh, sports psychologist, I guess, psychiatrist, sports psychologist. Oh, you're the one with the psychiatrist. Yeah, uh, and it seems to have helped him because uh, if you remember, he was, uh, well, his caddy was Fanny Sunnison for years, the gal that caddy for uh, Nick Faldo. And, yeah, and uh, there's some nickel knowledge. Absolutely. And uh, she carried uh, the bag for him for years, and he never really broke through. But this guy, 
I think, uh, is on the verge of uh, dominating here for a while. Well, and he moves into first place in the FedEx Cup points. Uh, now Tiger in second place. Not a very good, um, not a very good tournament for Tiger. Maybe should have taken the week off and rested that back of his, especially since um, they're idle this week. But uh, great, um, great, great finish for Henrik and Graham Dillette. This guy uh, now in fifth place in the FedEx Cup. Canadian player, just kind of been playing just under the radar, but Playing really great, great golf. golf. Very good golf. And did you hear the uh, the little uh, uh, comment that one of the announcers made? I guess he had put his wife at a girls' weekend, and they were going to Italy. Did you hear that? No, I his didn't. His wife was going to Italy with the girls, so this guy's got to play good because you know they're buying stuff over there like crazy. I so love he it. He really had to play well. I love it. And, of course, breaking news, uh, Freddie Couples announced his captain's pick, and Jordan Spieth, as well as Webb Simpson, his two picks to round out the team of 12. Uh, Jordan Spieth, this guy's just out of control, uh, makes eagle on 18 at the Deutsche Bank. What do you shoot, 62? 62. Yeah, not bad. That's uh Rookie, Rich He B. could be one of the hog American golfers right now. He I mean, is playing fun. very well. He is fun to watch. I don't know about Webb Simpson. He's been kind of just beating the uh, drum here for a while now. No, nothing really solid coming out of Webb for quite a while. Well, you know, he's he's pretty steady, though. I mean, I I, I bake on him. You know, he's one of those guys. Now, I don't want steady. I want Ian Poulter madness. Uh, I want this guy with the veins popping out of his neck, that guy. Well, speaking of Ian Poulter, big move for him in the Deutsche Bank. He went from being oh, on the bubble big move. from being on the bubble at uh, 77 to 52nd. Good tournament for for Ian. And Ernie. Ernie was sitting there right on number 7-0, knocked off a couple times and just kind of made Makes it, it in. Makes it by like a half a stroke or half something? Half a stroke. And uh, Ian Poulter's finished. You see him on 18 on Sunday, oh man, he just chopped it up. He made a double bogey. Ouch. He went from uh, looking at uh, eagle, you know, to get up there real close to making double bogey to uh, backpedaling uh, down the steps there a few ways. Well, great tournament by Stricker. He finishes second, uh, minus twenty-two shots uh, behind Stenson. And uh, you know, again, Stricker, like Tiger, really cut back on his tournaments this year. He's kind of followed, you know, Tiger's Tiger's lead on that. Also wanted to spend some more time with his family, and you know the guy, the guy's in the hunt. I mean, you know, for the amount of tournaments he's been playing, uh, Stricker just um, you know you gotta you gotta wonder what was he like twenty two under, and Stenson comes in at twenty three or twenty four, and uh, boy, tw- that's a lot of under. You know, that's uh, five six under a day. You know, that's uh, they were that's, making TPC Boston. Yeah, they look- uh, they got to toughen that place up a little. Uh, let's see. We've got Matt Kuchar, who tied for fourth, and Sergio. Come on, Sergio. He's got to get on the couch. We, we need, <laughs> he needs to talk couch. to Dr. Bob. He's, you know, just Sundays. Sundays, it just makes you cringe, you know. Wouldn't you love to see Sergio He's win? Bummed. Dustin Johnson stole his old girlfriend there. <laughs> well, we've got a lot of golf to talk about. Stay with us. You're listening to the Golf Insider 740 The Game. It's going to be a crazy night. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Quite an impact, actually, uh, when he sank that three iron and hit me in the back of the head. I can't believe I'm into this. I really hate to lose. Asking forgiveness. Got the struggler's blues. 
We're back, the Golf Insiders, taking you home on the fairways of I-4 in the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. Did you have a good Labor Day weekend, Richie? I did. Boy, I tell you, swing I did, the, uh, did a little the work. Clubs. Played a little golf on Monday at uh, Hunter's Creek. And, uh, you know, all's good. You know, it was a tough weekend. It was hot. It was you know, a lot of work. But, um, hey, nice holiday Monday. Nice holiday. Uh, and what did you do? Did you do anything good, Holly? You better tell me about it right now. I took a little vacay, as you know, and headed up to the mountains. Uh, really? Which Without mountains? clubs. The Adirondack Mountains up wow. in upstate New York. Wow, pretty nice. Doing a little uh, kayaking. What is it, like 60 degrees at night? A little hiking. 50 degrees? It was gorgeous. Love New York, baby. <laughs> Crank really? it up there, Rich. Really, Rich? Are you playing that? Uh, and I'm I just did. letting her talk about New York until the Patriots oh, yeah. beat she Buffalo on Sunday. And, and did? The... Oh, he's going to... He's gonna... He's going to bring it up right now. We got E.J. Manuel, yeah! Bills and the Patriots are kicking well, off Everybody's on Sunday. Everybody's talking football. There's no golf this weekend, so it's got to be about football. All right. Well, we're going to bring our main man in because we've got to even things out here. Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. Help me out here, Bob. They're talking football. My poor Bills. They're going <laughs> to they're gonna need a miracle on Sunday. Yeah, it's going to be a long year, I think, for the Bills. Oh, ouch. I know. So I brought some extra sauce back from the anchor bar flying out yesterday from the airport just in case, uh, you know. Did the TSA actually let you get that on the plane? Really? <laughs> Miraculous. <laughs> it was a it was a secret story. But anyway, we digress. Uh, big win for Mr. Stenson Monday, Bob. Um, you know, this guy has just been so steady. Uh, in the past uh, six events, five top three finishes, really, I think it was just a matter of time before he was going to win. Absolutely. Uh was sort of knocking on the door there every single week except for the one, and and uh, that's hard to do these days. You know, it's hard to it's hard to be in contention every tournament you play. And, uh, you know, I think he's a great example of perseverance. He had really fallen off the map there for, for a while had lost his game uh, uh, very much uh, there. Yeah, you know, 18 months ago, basically, he was 230th in the world. So it's uh, it's been nice turnaround. And, you know, when you watch him hit a ball and, and see how – see his intensity, you kind of wonder, you know, how he could have ever lost it to the degree that he did because uh, he sure looks really good now. Well, speaking of that, uh, you know, over on the web.com, we had um... – Yeah. What's his name? <laughs> Web.com. Well, she's drawing a blank here, Bob. Masters champion. Hello. Help me here, Bob. Oh, yeah. Trevor. Uh, Trevor. Trevor, Trevor Emelman. Trevor Emelman. Yeah. Wow. Having to come back after losing his, after losing his tour card. Uh, you know, it's hard, it's hard to believe when some of these guys fall off, fall off their game. Yeah. I mean, Emelman's been plagued by injuries almost, you know, from the moment he won the Masters, it seems. Uh, and, and, you know, as, as, a, as it worked out for him and, unfortunate timing he he lost his card the same year or you know he, he he fell out of the top 125 the same year that his exemption for winning the masters was off i mean it's it's hard to believe that five full seasons have passed since then and he was uh he was stuck having to go back uh, to get his card with this new web.com finals and he won the first event which basically assures him of 
getting his card because it's the the top 25 money winners in that series are going to get their PJ Tour card for next year in in place of Q School. And uh, now, you know, he can play these other events. I'm not sure what his plans are, if he's going to play them all or not, but um, but he can he can play these tournaments uh, and, uh, um, and and make sure his status or his priority ranking is a little bit higher. So he'll be, he'll be slotted in that way. Or if he gets the number one spot in that money list, he'll, he'll be fully exempt and he'll also get in the players' championship. So there is a good little bit to play for there still for him if he wants. And it's a, it's a heck of a story. I mean, you know, it's, uh, it had to be humbling for him to have to go through that. Uh, having to go basically into the minor leagues there uh, and play, play tournaments and, and he wins the first one. It, it, I think it is so difficult to comprehend what some of these guys have to go through. I mean, we talk about how tough it is week to week just with the depth of talent. You know, as you just look down the top 30, you look down these this FedEx Cup list, but then you have these stories. Um, Henrik Stenson, wasn't he playing in his uh, his national club championship over there a couple of years ago? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it was uh... – it was incredible. I mean, he won. Now, his, you know, in, in a way, his fall was worse because he won the Players Championship a year after Trevor Immelman won the Masters, and had fallen so far, you know, that he was he was you know uh, pulling his hair out. I mean, he had issues with his game so bad, and um, you know, I, there was also not not nobody quite knows for sure how much this affected him. But you can understand why it might. But he he um, he was involved in that Stanford financial thing. Uh, several players had endorsements with them, and and, and apparently uh, uh, Stenson had invested quite the hefty sum of money with Stanford financial, and and lost a lot. You know, uh, uh, a considerable sum. It, it, I have no idea what the total number is, but you can imagine that. If we're talking about a considerable sum, uh, it, it, uh, I, I'm sure it wasn't just a few thousand dollars here that he had put aside. It was, it was quite a lot. And you can see where that might get to you mentally. I mean, you've, you've worked in a game to, to earn uh, a fabulous living, and then you, you trust it to someone and it's gone. Uh, and you play a sport for a living where you never quite know for sure, you know, how long your, uh, your, your lifespan is in, in the game. So, uh, he had all that going against him as well, so it's uh, it's a, just a great comeback. He's a funny guy, a good a good guy. It'd be, it'd be nice to have him up there competing and, and uh, contending a lot. Steve Stricker, another uh, good finish on your column this week. You refer to him as the semi-retired golfer, Bob. Ooh, that's a little harsh. Well, I mean, actually, that's uh, what he uh, that's what he he elected to, to do. I mean, he, he more or less decided that he was only going to play a limited schedule. I believe he's only played 10 or 11 times and uh, look at what he's done. I mean, it's, it's almost like he lifted a burden from himself. You know, he was, look, I'm just not going to, I'm not going to worry about this so much anymore. I've made plenty of money. I want to spend more time with my family. Um, I can get away from the travel, but clearly what he's done is on the weeks that he's home, uh, as he's getting ready to come back out, he prepares. I mean, he doesn't just show up at a tournament site not having hit a ball. 
He's worked on his game, and I think what he's what he's done is he's enjoyed the ability to work on his game at home, and and then be ready to play at these tournaments. And you know, he not only not only did he finish second, but he he qualified for the President's Cup team, and 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 he earned a spot on the team. You know, I think we all figured at Medina last year that was it for him. Well, he uh, you know he's going to be back again, and good for him. He made it on his own, and and. Uh, I have a feeling that that he's going to have a good President's Cup because he he feels like there's maybe some redemption to be to be gained. Well, there were um, a, a few bogeys, as you pointed out, coming uh, into the the finish here at the Deutsche Bank. Um, of course, Sergio just starting a great start uh, the first couple of days, two shot fifty four hole lead, and then uh, boom, just a nasty round on Monday. Yeah, I mean it's a shame because uh, you know he had shot three consecutive rounds, 65 or better, and uh, that's tough to do, you know, and that suggests that he's been playing, that he's playing pretty well or was playing pretty well, and then you know to to shoot, I guess it was 73 on a golf course that was yielding a lot of low numbers, uh, you know, that was very very unfortunate, um, and uh, you know it's just been a tough year for Sergio. Obviously the whole the whole thing with Tiger going back to the Players' Championship, and, um, you know, he's really not contended very often. Uh, he, he's too good of a player uh, for that. And so, uh, you know, it would have been a, a heck of a redemption story for him to, to get that win. And instead, you know, he ends up being five back. Uh, you know, that's, that's, that's a little tough to take. Uh, hopefully he takes the good out of his play. I think Sergio might have been running out of a little out of gas a little bit too. I mean, he played a lot here. He played he played the Greensboro, which you know he won last year. A lot of golf for these guys this time of year. And if if if, if you get off a little bit, I think mentally it's really hard to hang in there. That's why this is good to have a week off right now. Yeah, Bob. What was the deal with the golf course? They seem to be beating that golf course up pretty good. Exactly. Um, I mean, I don't think it's a real tough golf course to begin with uh, you know i think you've seen the scores every year are fairly are fairly good um it's set up to make birdies uh i, I think this time of year they just don't want these guys grinding too much they don't want them to be you know having to to grind out pars then you throw in the fact that they had weather and uh soft conditions uh i'm pretty sure if i'm not mistaken on sunday they played lift clean and place I mean, you know, when those guys get to do that, it's over. I mean, there, there's going to be some good scores shot, and um, that's what we saw again. We're talking to Bob Herrick from ESPN.com. You mentioned also in your column this week, Bob, that Rory fighting to get to the Tour Championship, now 41st in the FedEx Cup standing. I keep waiting for Rory to break through. Uh, you know, I, I just cannot believe that, that this has lasted this long. Um, obviously, guys go through their lulls, and Rory's one of those guys. I think we're going to see that in his career where he's going to have his dips. You know, he's going to have a couple of missed cuts here and there. He's, he's not like Tiger in that, you know, those high, consistent runs of greatness like Tiger had. I don't think you're going to see that with Rory. You're going to see more ups and downs, but really it's been a long stretch of down right now. And he actually started to play okay in a couple of these tournaments, but he can't get away from the big numbers. 
I think, if I'm not mistaken, he made eight double bogeys at the Deutsche Bank. I mean, you know, that's – now, he made – obviously, he made a lot of birdies or he would have missed the cut. But, um, you know, you're not going to shoot a score making that kind of that, – that number of mistakes. And uh, I'm sure he's frustrated as all can be. And now, you know, he's, he's got to have a good week at the uh, BMW just to get to the Tour Championship. And who would have ever envisioned that starting out this year? I mean, it's uh, – uh, you know, we were talking about all sorts of great things for Rory coming into the year, and here now he slipped to fourth in the world, and and uh, uh, you know really hasn't contended at all. I mean, there's maybe two tournaments where he was sort of in it, but uh, strange, strange uh, happenings there with him. And again, again, as we've said many times, it does point out how hard it is to do this and sustain it. Tell us a little bit about Graham Dillette, Canadian player who. We've been talking about it's been kind of under the radar, radar, but, boy, has this guy been playing good golf. Yeah, I mean, he's a guy who I think the players and the caddies out there know that to, to them this is not a surprise. He's a name that, he, that that comes up a lot, you know, a guy to look for, a guy to keep an eye on. And and uh, now, you know, here he is. He's kind of broken through here. He earned his spot on the U.S. President's Cup team, excuse me, the International President's Cup team. Uh, he earned it on his own, uh, and uh, you know, with some really nice play here of late. And uh, yeah, I, I don't think it'll be long before we see a win out of this guy. You know, it's uh, I, I think some people thought that, that it, this was a year that he might break through, and and we're starting to see it now. Any any big surprises overall in terms of uh, you know movement up and those that fell off the you know the roster, so to speak, moving forward. Well, I think uh. You know, I'm I'm a little surprised that um, that that Ernie Els barely made it. You know, 70th. Uh, um, you know, a, a bit of a, a a bit of a, a downer for him that uh, that he's had not had more success on the PGA Tour this year. Now he did win a tournament in Germany uh, over the summer, but uh, it, on the European Tour, and he had it. He hang, hung on by less than uh, less than one point. You know, one FedEx Cup point. Uh, you know, it's hard to measure that. I mean, that's that's one. That's that's less than a shot, basically. Uh, you know, Ryan Palmer was the one on the on on the bad end of that. Uh, so that that to me, even though he's advanced to the BMW, that is the surprise to me is that that he was not that he was sweating it out like that. Uh, you know, we we did see some some decent movement. Ian Poulter made it. He moved up. Uh, a surprise to me is Ian Poulter has never made it to the Tour Championship. I mean, that that is just hard to believe that he has never been in the top 30 on the PGA Tour. Uh, so now he's given him a chance to him, himself a chance to do that. But again, he needs a good week uh, in Chicago to advance. I mean, he's got some spots to make up. Well, no surprises with the announcement by uh, Freddie Couples picking Jordan Spieth as uh, his one of his captain's picks. What about Webb Simpson? Your thoughts on that? Well, I, I don't think he could have gone wrong um, with Webb, or or I, I, I sort of would have leaned toward Dustin Johnson. Uh, Muirfield Village in, in early October, I think, is going to be a long golf course, and it, it helps to have a guy like Dustin with some length. Uh, but, you know, when you don't make it on your own, you, you leave open the possibility that you're not going to be there. And uh, Webb had been in the points in the top ten all year. I just got bumped out by a birdie on the last hole by Zach Johnson on Monday. So 
On the other hand, though, Zach or uh, Webb hasn't had a great, great year. He's not had a lot of top tens, and you could have made the argument that he should have solidified his spot on the team. So, but but Fred had a lot of choices, and I think it's a good move to take speed. I mean, if you care anything about the Americans' ability to do well in these competitions going forward, I think it's always good to pick a young player if you've already got experience on the team. And let that guy get some experience in the in these competitions so that they can uh, deal with it better the next time. Uh, you know, I sort of thought that would be the case three years ago when Corey Pavin picked Ricky Fowler. Uh, it was a bit of a controversial move. You know, Ricky hadn't won. He got picked for the Ryder Cup team. He actually had a nice Ryder Cup in Wales, had a very clutch singles finish, uh, but yet hasn't been able to make a team since. So, um you know, uh, at the time, though, I thought it was a great move. You kind of figured Ricky was going to be around, and he still may be, and maybe that will help him the next time he's on. I think the same thing for Jordan Spieth. You know, this experience for him, if he goes ahead and makes the U.S. Ryder Cup team next year at Glen Eagles, having played in the President's Cup, having been around Phil Tiger, Kuchar, Snedeker, having been around these guys and, and maybe been their teammate will will help him immensely in that arena next year. So, uh you know, it's it's interesting that all of a sudden the Americans have this embarrassment of riches. I mean, they have a lot of experience on this team, a lot of guys who have been in these formats, guys who have had success this year. Uh, you know, but of course, as we've seen, it hasn't translated in the Ryder Cup. It, uh, it seems to be just okay, just fine in the President's Cup. Well, we've got a lot of golf uh, left to play here in September, and I think Jordan's going to bring a lot of eyeballs to the President's Cup. It's good for golf. He's uh, a lot of fun to watch. Thanks, Bob. Check out Bob Herrick, ESPN.com. He's he's not taking any time off, even though the players are this week. You're listening to the Golf Insider, 740 The Game. Stay with us. We'll be right back with more. Hey, Harry, thanks a lot for all the security you provide for us. Well, that's my job to keep all those nuts away from you. That's just the way it is. Don't play in pebble, won't pay the price. I love my muni, I think it's nice. just make We're back, the Golf Insiders taking you home. On the fairways of I-4, in the house, Holly G, along with Rich B. Take it easy out there. The fairways are a little wet. And the fairways are very crowded right now, so relax, take a break, and listen up. we got stuff to give away. We've got a big, big, big giveaway, Rich B, in honor of the FedEx Cup playoffs. For the month of September, we're running our stay and play giveaway to celebrate the grand reopening of the conservatory course up at Hammock Beach Resort. We're giving away a big golf package, Rich B. Package includes two nights, accommodations, and a one-bedroom ocean view suite. Ooh la la. And one round of golf for two people on the newly renovated conservatory course. Go online. Register. Thegolfinsiders.com. Click on events, and you'll see all the details there. Uh, tell your friends. Hey, maybe this is something uh, you can... Hey, there's Give a giveaway. Give to your loved one. There's a giveaway. And our uh, winner will be announced live on the Golf Insiders Wednesday, September 25th. So go uh, check it out, the Golf Insiders. Click on events and register to win our stay and play giveaway. And like us on Facebook. 
Absolutely. And here is a guy who is liked on Facebook. Um, Great we, segue. We had him on a couple of weeks ago, and we just had to get him back because, you know, I, I think maybe he's been working on his golf swing a little bit. I had the chance to play with him when I was up at Rochester for the PGA Championship. It's a senior golf analyst for ESPN.com, former stand-up comedian, and a caddy, Michael Collins. Hello. Holly G and Rob B. What's happening? Hey, my friend. So good to talk with you again. And you um, catch me on Facebook. I'm going to tell you that right now. Yeah, I know. You're just everywhere. And if, with I'm a on fa- Twitter, but I'm not on Facebook. I don't want anybody from junior high school to find me. Hey, you got no friends on Facebook? What's wrong with you? Why? Look, there's no such thing as a Facebook friend. It's <laughs> <laughs> the biggest myth in the entire universe. I hear you. I hear you. So, um, hey, you know, but, hey, we have great faces for radio. That's why we stay right here. But you, you know, you're everywhere on ESPN.com and always uh, with some great videos. And uh, last week you had some advice for uh, Mr. Tiger Woods to take the week off, rest up that back, and uh, I think he should have listened to you. See what happens when people don't listen to what I tell them to do, you know? Like, watch. I told Freddie Couples. That Jordan Spieth and Webb Simpson were the were the picks for the President's Cup. Bam, man did what I told him to do. Watch, we're gonna win now. It's going it's gonna be a walk. It's gonna be a walk. Pretty strong team, and uh, I mean Jordan Spieth. This guy, he is so much fun to watch. You you I mean you know to see what he did on Sunday, you know slam dunking that eagle on eighteen. Uh, you know this guy is fun to watch. No fear. <laughs> Jordan is a young man with an old man's mind. Like, he plays so smart around the golf course. And he has such a 40-year-old demeanor of just, like, chill and laid back. Like, a 20-year-old is not supposed to have it that together on the golf course. He just turned 20. I mean, this dude, he went from zero status whatsoever to rookie in the year, and easily, like, let me tell you something. If Freddie Couples would not have put him on the President's Cup, Freddie probably couldn't have went to work, you know, because there would have been a revolt. No doubt. He has everything. He's got everything. All right, now let me run this one by you, Michael. How long is it before Nike runs a bunch of money at this guy and uh, he'll, he's going to take the next year off like Rory McIlroy did when he got his boatload? When's that going to go down? Let me ask you a question. What? I'm asking what? Let me ask. I'll throw it to you like this. If you're Jordan Spieth and you just saw what happened to Roy McElroy, if Nike comes calling, are you going to pick up the phone? (laughs) No, thank you. Answer. Anytime it says Beaverton, Oregon on your caller ID, you'd be like, yo, don't pick that up. I ain't here. (laughs) Don't even pick that up. You know, I like that piece you did about uh, Co. Uh, the four-time amateur, yeah, the uh, the amateur that won Lydia. four times. Yeah, Lydia Co, yeah, that's, yeah. That's, uh, that's pretty strong right there. And I do 100% agree with you on your uh, on your reasoning of I, her know. not turning pro, 16-year-old yeah. not turning pro. Well, it's funny, like because so many people, you know, we can't lie. People in the this is the thing because I've seen both sides of the media. Like I've been on the side where the media's cameras and spotlights are pointed at me. And now I'm on the other side of the camera where I pointed at people. And I see so many times how hypocritical we can be in the media where people will be, hey, 
man, that girl should turn pro. She's going to be the best there ever was. Blah, blah, blah. Like, and it's all now, here, right now, now. Take now. We do right now, right now. And then when things don't work out, the same people are like, you know, I can't understand why she made such a decision like that to go ahead and turn pro. She should have stayed amateur for a lot longer and stuff. Like, people already did it with Michelle Wiener. Hold up. You were the same people that was standing up on that soapbox screaming, it's time, it's time, it's time, take the money. And then when they do and it doesn't work out, the same people are like, why in the world would you have done something like that and taken the money? Because you told me to. That's why. Absolutely. <laughs> no doubt there. Uh, yes, we can drink from both sides of that cup, can't we, Michael? Yeah, that's the thing. So Lydia, I mean, it was so funny. It, and most people don't say that. Most people will say, "Take the money." You know, now's when the sponsorship. You know, there's there's a lot of there's a lot of people like uh, Ty Tryon right here in Orlando. He's a local guy. Did the exact same thing. Young guy, and they ran him right up the flagpole. Gave him a bunch of money. I think Nike put the curse on him. And the guy kind of, uh, you know, disappeared. Yeah, he just uh, hit the uh, wall, man. Nobody, uh, well, I mean, he plays around here locally, but uh, no, still a good player. But uh, you know, just... but still, that's a, that, it. Was that pressure? Of, it's yeah. so much different playing for money. Yeah, he and didn't. That's what uh, Lydia he... Cole understood, and she even said, "I know that it's going to be different when I have to play for money. It's going to yeah. change the game." Yeah. And just having that realization tells you how smart the girl is. Now you got how many people in a in a highway full of strewn bodies that turn pro too early chasing that money because the people around them were like you can get it right now. It's almost the same thing as switching equipment. It's like, look, what got you here? Why are you changing from what got you here? I understand the part of people saying I want to get better all the time, and that's okay. <laughs> but there's a limit, and there's sometimes you have to have people around you to be like, okay, now you cross the line to crazy. You need to come back the same because it's a very thin line between aggressive going after what you want and then crazy, you know. But when you step over to crazy, someone needs to be there to be like, oh, come back here. Come here. You just went a little crazy. But why? I should change equipment. I'm going to get $200 million. Yes, but you're not going to win. So what's the trade off? And with Lydia Coe, it's like, yeah, stay amateur and win. And then when you're ready to turn pro, you'll be like, okay, now I kind of understand how the travel stuff works, and I'm ready to do it. Now, some people can do it early. you got guys like Jordan Spieth who can spend one year in college and be like, you know what, I'm ready, and then go out and boom, do what you got to do. But the problem with guys like Jordan Spieth is there's 100 dudes that can't do what he did but think they can and don't have people around them to be like, oh, Slow down there, Captain. Like, you're not Jordan Spieth. I know you think you are, and I want you to know you can be that good, but you need two or three more years. We're talking to Michael Collins from ESPN.com. He's fired up. He's fired up tonight. High (laughs) octane. High octane tonight, my friend. So, hey, because you have been so close to many of these players, I want to ask you now with Adam Scott winning again, who do you think is, uh, you know, who's going to be the player of the year? Since it is voted on by the players. I still think right now, Tiger's got it. Right now. See, because that was only Adam's second win of the year. Now, Phil, he's got another win. And he's got a proven track record in the majors this year. Like, he's had some seriously strong finishes in the majors. So now, Phil wins the Tour Championship, and he wins the FedEx Cup. Well, bam, now it's Phil. 
same thing with Adam. Let's say Adam wins the tour championship and the FedEx Cup is him. But right now, Tiger's still got it. Now, here's you my know? scenario. Henrik Stenson runs the table the next two tournaments, wins the uh, FedEx Cup, takes home all the money. Nobody's had a better uh, three months, last three months than him. He's going to take it. Wait a minute. Is it the player of the last three months or is it the player of the year? Oh, oh, okay, got you. I got you. I don't have – don't get me wrong. I'm not – Hey, you know, wins, Michael, Rich, Rich three sleeps – wins doesn't trump five wins. If it's player of the year, three <laughs> wins does not beat five wins. As, as, as far as I know, I've never seen a baseball team run off the field going, yeah, we got three, the other team got five, we won. Because we got our three in the eighth inning. <laughs> All right, Michael. As always, so entertaining. Check him out, ESPN.com. He's blogging. He's chatting. He's on Sports Nation. He's got all kinds of videos there. If you're bored at work, go check them out. Michael, thank you so much. Anytime, y'all. Thanks for having me on. You guys have a great night. All right. Yeah. You're listening to the Golf Insider 740 The Game. We've got more coming up. Stay with us. Well, I don't want to take all the credit for their talent, but uh, first I had to teach them to play golf. Then I had to teach them to sing, and then I taught them to play various instruments. None of which they do very well. I want my dream. Yeah, yeah, really natural, We're back. The Golf Insiders taking you home on the fairways of I-4. Holly G and Rich B wrapping up another hour of Intelligent Golf Talk. And don't forget our Stay and Play giveaway all this month, the month of September. Go on to register for our $650 package, two nights Accommodation up at Hammock Beach Resort, Ocean View Suite, round of golf for two, and you go to thegolfinsiders.com, click on events, all the details are there, winner will be announced on our show on September 25th, so check it out, tell some friends, and uh, that's a heck of a package, and Rich B, you know, there's a lot at stake here in the FedEx Cup, but there's a lot at at stake in the web.com tour because of the new configuration with the PGA Tour schedule and the elimination of Q School. And we've got to go to one of our favorite golf insiders to break it all down for us. Yeah, maybe uh, our man Jeff Shane can Jeff make some Shane sense. Make some sense from for PGA us. Tour.com. Hey, Jeff. How are you guys doing? Uh, we're doing great. Uh, tremendous win by Trevor Emmelman over the weekend. But break it down for our listeners, because I think there's still a lot of people that don't know how this uh, whole thing has changed with Tour School and how important these this Web.com Tour Finals is, because they've got their own uh, finale going on. It's true. All of a sudden, we, we've got all these playoff systems and, and ranking systems going in, but uh, uh, the, the Web.com Tour Finals is the path to the PGA Tour. Uh, they've already awarded the 25 cards from the web.com based on the regular season, just like we've had in past years. But the last batch of 25 comes down to this clash of uh, of the best of the web.com against the guys that didn't make the FedEx Cup playoffs. And so it's the top 75 guys from the web.com, of which the top 25 already have cards in their pocket, uh, against the numbers 126 through 200 in the, on the PGA Tour in FedEx Cup points. Uh, those are guys that normally would either get limited status, uh, 
coming on, going into next year because they didn't make the top 125, or uh, for guys from 150 on down would have had to go back to Q School to get their cards back. Now it's boiled down into a four-event series, uh, kind of the clash of the of the two um, the two tours going on, and uh, it's really a fairly evenly uh, contested deal. Uh, we we talked about Trevor Immelman with with a what I think is a real breakthrough victory for him. Uh, after so many years uh, of the wrist injury and and having to deal with, with that, it seemed like he the the exemption that he got from winning the Masters, a lot of that got used up just trying to recover from injury. But now he's going to go back to the tour, and uh, and the guys uh, that were right behind him in last week's event, uh, the top 14 names on the leaderboard, seven of them were off the Web.com tour, and seven of them were off the PGA tour. So it ought to be a real interesting. Uh, battle as we go through these final three events. And uh, the second uh, place, uh, Patrick Cantlay, who, of course, uh, a really strong player, uh, surprised, you know, he's, he's uh, you know, been struggling a little bit, but uh, a good finish for him. No, a very good finish for him, and he's been struggling a lot because he has been dealing with a stress fracture in one of the vertebrae in his lower back. And uh, he had taken almost three months off the Web.com tour. Uh, he, he won the second event out at, 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 in Columbia uh, and then uh, was also playing uh, sponsor exemptions on the big tour. And he suffered a stress fracture in his back at Colonial, had not played since up until a couple of weeks ago when he started to see his name sliding out of the top 25 on the money list for the Web.com. So he came back tried to see if he could pick up some more dollars to save uh, his card status there, and it didn't work. He missed the last two cuts of the regular season. Now he's forced to go to the finals and play. It's a second chance to get his card, but he's got to keep playing. Well, he led after 54 holes. Uh, the back got him on Sunday, but he still managed to finish second. And I think that second-place finish is enough to get him his PGA Tour card, uh, even if he does – uh, not half, or even even if he decides to rest his back the rest of the way, he did withdraw from this week's event, the Shakita Classic, and there's no timetable on on when he's going to come back. But I think, uh, just based on some rough calculations, that he might have earned his PGA Tour card even by finishing second. Well, it's great stuff. I I, I think it's really created a whole another uh, you know whole another piece of this in terms of the excitement, and we're just you know loaded up with golf coming into into the fall, which I think is great. We've just got about a minute left, Jeff, so I want to ask you real quick, who are you keeping your eye on for the Tour Championship? Uh, <laughs> which Tour Championship? <laughs> well, okay, I'm talking about the PGA Tour. Okay. <laughs> um, I, I, I tell you what, I, I still think uh, that, uh, that that Phil's got another good tournament left in him. It might be next week. Um, and and I, I really like the way Henrik Stenson has come on. I, I got away from him a little bit in my picks and picked the wrong week to drop him from, from my list. But, boy, there has been no hotter player this last month, has there? Absolutely. Uh, it's it's going to be fun. They're taking the week off, but um, we've got a lot more great golf to go. Check him out, Jeff Shane on PGATour.com. We appreciate Jeff always talking with you. And uh, Rich B., uh, the players I'm going, have... Hey, I'm riding the Henrik Stenson uh, bandwagon here. I am definitely on it. 
You are on it. Uh, I'm not picking yet. I'm going to wait till next week. So yeah, you, I'm, no, no, I'm going to no. slip slide out of out of this one and uh, wait till next week to make my big pick. Uh, BMW Championship next week. We appreciate you listening to Golf Insider 740 The Game. We're out of here. Bye bye.